A flutter began under my heart, wild and frightened, and I dragged in deep breaths of smoky air, trying to quell it. There was no need to be afraid now, when we had all lived through the fire, and I had already known everything we owned had been lost. Rationality did nothing to calm the rising fear or to slow my heart. The morning's cold fled beneath my heating blood, and I moved faster, faster, until I stumbled at a run around the grounds, searching for anything, anything, that might offer a link between what we had been and what we would be. My chest hurt from the effort and the smoke in the cold air, and my eyes burned with tears born from grief and the rising wind. A brick or a branch or a frozen lump of earth finally brought me to my knees with a wailing thud. I bent forward, fingers scrabbling at blackened earth and forehead pressed against half-thawed soil, and I cried until the ground beneath my face at least had softened with tears and mucus. There were brittle, burned branches in the softer soil, all that remained of the roses I'd tended in our garden. I felt no better at all when I finally lifted my head again. There was no catharsis in sobbing. I didn't feel lighter or emptier or more able to move on. I felt cold, my shins and forearms numb against the ground, and thirsty. I sat up stiffly, wiping my arm across my nose, and gathered myself to stand. Glitters of glass shone against the soot in front of me. In them, a spot of colour caught the light. I reached for it, and found, half-buried, a piece of glass the size of my palm. I recognised it instantly as a survivor of the stained glass window in our library. It had looked out over our rose garden, though its height was such the garden couldn't actually be seen through it. Still, it reflected the blooms it had faced. Glass roses had spilled rich shades of coloured sunlight onto my pages for all the days and months and years I'd spent reading in our library. Our library was gone. I closed my hand around the edges of the rose, as if the heavy lead could cut away the ache that suddenly rocked through me and stared hard at the little piece, trying to will away any more tears. The exterior of the rose was entirely lined in heavy lead, probably explaining its survival. Its smaller interior pieces had been protected by the heavy lead and supported by the finer threads of lead between them. The colours were filthy now, but they would wash, and it was something at least from our home. I rose awkwardly, the glass rose in my hand, and returned to my family.